Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another exciting week of Raider Melee. Uh, as usual, your hosts, myself and PPMD, and this week joining us is the most badass Captain Falcon on the planet, uh, who had a ridiculous performance at, uh, I, I, I wanted to say Shine, Riptide, uh, Johnny, S2J, the legend Johnny Kim. What's up, dude? How you doing, Johnny? Oh, I'm good. How are you guys? <laughs> doing Very good, good, man. Yeah. Glad we finally got you on. Um, been thinking about it for a while, but hey, the timing worked out immaculately. I mean, you yeah. absolutely popped off, um, almost popped off even harder. I mean, game five with Plup and Jmook, and then running it all the way back on Zane. I mean, I went on Zane. You know, I mean, I know. I'm sure I could. I saw you move back in your chair. I know you wanted at least one of those, but I think it was still really impressive to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. That was probably. Best I played, so I'll take it. You know, <laughs> yeah. so, take I mean, it shows you could do even more than that, which I think is really exciting too. Um, I was watching, you know, I was watching on Twitch, and it, it was it was the first time, you know, Johnny. I've been watching you play melee for like ten years. It was the first time I've really seen, like, in chat, like, you know, there was like a lot of people in chat that were like, Johnny might win this one, like Johnny might actually take this yeah. major home, which would, you know, what I mean? Like, I've never because you've always been fucking really good. Um, but like, this was the first time where there was like a serious contingent of people that were like, dude, Johnny could win the fucking tournament. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was pretty inspiring. It was, it was really, it was quite, <laughs> quite sick. So I had a really good time watching you for sure. But I mean, we've, we've known each other for a long time. I've always been a fan. It's, it's kind of cool too. Cause like, um, you know, talking to Scar and stuff, like obviously Scar also being, well, him being a Falcon main and, you know, being a big fat ears over the years, it's been really cool to see, um, how you've kind of just like really innovated your gameplay. And I remember, you know, even talking about the Sheik matchup, because we're, you know, we're talking about those Plup and Jmook sets that were really close. Like, I remember you used to hate that matchup. I mean, I'm sure you still hate it, but I remember you didn't used to be good at it. And now it seems like you can actually go toe-to-toe, -to -toe, like, with pretty much all the best Sheiks. You pretty yeah. much beat the other ones, like, you know, like, Spark. Like, it seems like you usually beat Spark. Uh... So it's, it's, it's really motivate, motivating to see kind of your evolution over the years. Um, but yeah, PP, yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and no, I, I, oh, wait, did you want, did you want to keep going, Tove? Sorry. Well, I was just going to plug, I was just going to plug, by the way, hmm. for everybody who's tuning in on live on Twitch right now, uh, especially the people who are in Johnny's chat, uh, y'all should know that if you use exclamation mark radio melee in either my chat or PPMD's chat, you can hop into the Discord server that we use for the show, and you can ask us anything you want. You can hop on the show live on air. You guys know the drill by now, but basically you can ask us whatever you want or give us whatever hot takes you have, um, and, and, and we will basically, you know, the floor will basically be yours. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, so please do join us. And I'll tell you right now. Uh, thank you, Toe, for that. And I'll also tell you guys right now, everyone trying to call in, we've already got, I see one very interesting caller waiting. I see two interesting callers, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I think there's gonna, we got some good discussion already lined up. People want to talk to this man, S2J, right now. And uh, But before we let everyone in to do that, um, I have a question that I, I'd really like to know about, S2J, and that's um, that's about how you kind of prepared for this. Because... Like Toph was saying, you've been you've been a strong player for a long time, and now there's there, there's these there's these leaps that I feel like you're making. And I and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think a lot of this kind of started almost like a year, year and a half ago. 
And I remember, and again, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but I remember there would be there would be these periods of time where you would say, okay, I'm going to pull back from tournaments. I'm going to rework my game. I'm going to bring more stuff in. And then you would come back and you would start doing better. And you, your results would, would jump from where they were before. You'd, be do, you'd just be adding more to your game. And I think you've done this a couple times now. And I think the most recent time, you know, even before you were like fully back into the swing of things, I saw various people talking about how you'd added so much to your game and how you were advancing, you know, what you were doing with Falcon so much. And so to me, that was, you know, people could really kind of almost, if you knew where to look, you could see, you know, these kind of results almost coming in a way. But I was curious because I think most people don't take this approach to improvement. So I was kind of curious how much of this is true, what that mm -hmm. was like for you, um, and and what your what your perspective on all that was. Sure. Uh, where to begin? Yeah. I, uh, I mean, the way I approach melee, I'm always trying to like, like level up my game, you know, mm. I'm always trying to like innovate. And, uh, you know, when I go to locals or play friendlies with top players, I'm usually, you know, trying new stuff out. And uh, I'd say the big difference maker for like recent times was that uh, I had a big change in like a uh, overall approach to the game, especially in tournament. Mm. Like uh, to go more into detail, I uh, you know I'll review matches, I'll study like defense of other players, but when I play like serious sets, I try to improv my entire offensive game every time. And. Uh, that's basically it. I try to like, uh, you know, just keep them guessing. I think in the slippy era, everyone's like kind of doing the same shit, you know? Yeah. Or right. the same stuff. Like, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, it's very, it's very like well tuned now. So, yeah. It's a good like approach to the meta and good counter, you know? That's just the way I see it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit more about those times where you would, you would pull back from tournaments for a little while and then you would come back? What can you tell us a little bit about what you were doing in that time? Um, nothing much. It's just like I need sometimes I need to take a break, you know, it's real life uh -huh. stuff. Huh. And uh, it's good to I think it's good to like not overgrind. And I'm gonna uh, speculate yeah. here. Yeah. I, I, this might not be so obvious to people. Like when you watch people on stream, you kind of see this part of their body, and then you see a little bit of their chest. Um, but I, I've seen Johnny in person a couple of times. Johnny, you've been working out, right? Oh yeah, you've been working out. You've been working out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> dude, no, I've been seeing Johnny at Turbis, and I'm like, dude, Johnny looks kind of jacked. Like, it's not that obvious. It's not as obvious on stream because yeah. you you can't really tell like how someone looks on stream because it's just the front profile. Mm. But I can I know you've been working out, and there's something we've been talking about. We had Zayn on the other week, and you know he was talking about how he felt right. PP, he was saying yeah. kind of his workout yeah. regimen was helping him out, with and that was helping him stay more clutch and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's had an impact, you know, for you at all? Like just exercise? Uh, yeah, I'd say it's had a huge impact. Like, uh, huge I remember impact. like, like uh, a year ago plus, I always like burn out at events. I get like too mm -hmm. tired or like whatever. And then like I, I play like, play like crap. And then I lost to the, the, the main tournament that like really made me commit was a uh, main stage because I got like three out by Zach. And then okay. I was like, I was like, I, I I like hate losing to Zach. F this, F that. I'm just gonna you like can cuss on, you can cuss on the show. You're like okay. it's just PV just doesn't cuss, but I cuss. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Good to yeah. know. Um so yeah, I like committed to like cardio and also lifting too, because you know, like mm -hmm. uh it's mm -hmm. really good on the wrists, wrist health and yeah. uh, in general generally speaking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I made like a huge commit to like daily working out 
and uh, I, I never want to lose because I like, oh, I'm too uh, out of shape and I got too tired. Like I, I hated that so much that you know, never again, basically. And 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 it sounds like you know, if if you ever need motivation, you can just go back and think of that loss to him again. And it sounds like that'll just keep you going <laughs> to the gym because you I you still feel very passionate absolutely about hate, it. Yeah, losing <laughs> Zach, no matter what, dude. Um, yeah, I'm like lucky. Sure. God, right. it's anyway, fucking... and Joey. <laughs> dude it's really funny sorry because you said like main stage i was like who did johnny lose to main stage i was like was that he? and it was like and i was ready for you to say you got upset by you know like someone like <laughs> someone worse than zach i was not ready for you to say that you lost to zach of all people i'm like wait zach's like not that bad <laughs> sorry that's really that's really funny to me i thought it was gonna be like you know you lost a fucking whatever anyway yeah you get <laughs> yeah. it that's funny yeah. as fuck. that's actually really funny <laughs> is it because we don't have to dig into it but i'm just curious is no, it just let's because, dig into it yeah okay we'll dig funny. in it's is, funny is, is is it because zach would gloat he'd be like yes i need him <laughs> like what like uh, is it something like what is what's going on here makes it so powerful he definitely doesn't gloat um okay doesn't that really, almost makes it worse yeah doesn't really talk smack especially <laughs> after uh I don't know. I think, I think it's just like we both have like this competitive spirit, you know, and like we both think we should never lose to each other. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, nothing yeah. like nothing crazy, you know. So it's like, it's kind of like a rivalry yeah. thing, then maybe. Oh, it's a rivalry. Yeah. I guess so. I guess, I guess I so. I don't. I don't, don't want to call it that, but you know. I I understand. I I I get that. That's the fair. best rivalries are the ones that they don't want to call rivalries. I'm just gonna throw <laughs> that. I'm gonna throw so. that out there. Maybe so. Um, dude, it's really funny because, you know, speaking of Zach, when I was getting back, I started going to the gym, like, again, on a very regular basis two, three months ago. And I told, uh, <laughs> I actually told my lifting buddy, Laudandis, who we've been going to the gym together. Yes. And I told him, dude, at the end of the day, man, you know what makes me really want to work out and get fit is the fact that, like, because I remember how Zach was when he was like 15 right and you know he was this little you know adorable little whatever teenager kid um and then he started lifting with bobby siege and he, and he started getting huge and, and like dude the way i think about it is like man if s fat is fucking ripped like i can't be letting him i i used to be in better shape than him, for sure and now i'm definitely not so the way i see it was zach uh, is like man if zach's gonna look like that and he doesn't even eat meat you know so i gotta look better at least than how I do. Like so, I also use Zach as my motivator yeah. in a weird way. <laughs> well, you yeah. guys, yeah. California's in trouble when Zach retires, man. Everyone wants to beat this guy. I know we're all gonna lose our motivation, <laughs> yeah. and it's gonna be we're all gonna oh, be just man. sitting around. Uh, it's really funny. Yeah, Zach does not gloat. That is true. It's funny because he's so respectful. He almost wanted to gloat. <laughs> yeah, he's like too nice. I'm like he's too nice. Makes me, he makes me hate him like even more. Um, so before we get into our callers, because I know we got some some spicy callers, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, ready to ready to jump on it. And also, by the way, for those of you uh, who do want to talk to us, any you can literally ask Johnny anything you want about his illustrious Falcon career. So make sure you use exclamation mark radio melee. I see I always see people in chat and they'll be in chat and they got some interesting questions in my chat. And I'm like, bro. How come I've never seen you guys dial into the mm -hmm. program then? It's not that hard. Just type exclamation mark radio melee. It takes two seconds. I don't know. So, um, before we get into our callers, 
Um, the first of which I think will be a pretty spicy caller. Uh, let's check out the community voice responses from last week. We did have, I think it was Mech on, right? And Mech, Mech asked, you know, if you could elevate anyone on the planet, um, past or present, let's say, to, to number one in the world, and just kind of see what that would be like <laughs> as like a weird science experiment, who would it be, right? Uh, and here are our, some of our responses. Yes, I, I love the first one. They're, they're with me. Dude, I'm kind of down. I'm kind well, of and down. I guess that's the last a, one's also answer. with me. This is great. Every, there's so many people with me on this <laughs> one. Um, but I think Isaiah is just objectively the right answer. I'm here for it. I've, I've done been here for it. That guy, that guy was wild. Uh, Isaiah's I really good. <laughs> the way he would have done things in Melee, even in modern day, would have been pretty cool and made people think about stuff differently, which would have been hype. He was always an innovator. Yeah. You know, so like if he was, yeah. if he had that style today, like he'd be crazy. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be a lot you, of fun. Johnny, you were a, like you, you've been around long enough to be an Isaiah fan, I assume. Yep. Definitely Chris's uh, favorite player. Uh, That's sick. Yeah. As I started playing the game. So, yeah. Is, is that still who you would answer this? Uh, would you still answer Isaiah for this question now or would you, would you pick someone else? I, w I want to pick Isaiah, even though uh, it'd be tight, really sick if he uh, obviously came back was number one because he was like a arguably like a genius yeah. of the game and the character. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, mm -hmm. agree. To, to give a more like modern answer, uh, I'd probably just pick like a cool, flashy player uh, who's like uh, you know competing nowadays. But seeing that number one would just make it that much better. You know, like my mm -hmm. vote would probably be like someone like. Uh, for Fox, let's say like Moki. Yeah, yeah. For mm -hmm. Falco, uh, Magi. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I feel right. that. I yeah, feel for, that. absolutely. I mean, that, that would yeah. absolutely be great for the game, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, the second answer here, I think, is also really exciting. Uh, the reign of Amsa. He's an incredibly talented and deserving player. Would love to see a world where more players are inspired to pick up Yoshi and develop their own styles. Might even mean more tournaments in Japan, which is a region that we don't see much of these days. Great points all around. Amsa, very fun player. Um, also, very wholesome man. I think he'd be, you know, good face for the game. And I think developing the Japanese region could be really cool. So I'm here for all that. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a good face for the game. I feel like Amsa, like, uh, he's such an easy player to root for because, like, his whole yeah. he's just yep. such a grinder. Like, he's just always, I don't know, like, even his streams, he'll just be laughing, like. Yep. He's like some crazy specific counterplay to some crazy specific situation. And then next tournament, he actually like busts it out. I'm just like, dude, he's just always, uh, he's always working, always working on his Yoshi. It's, it's, it's definitely, uh, definitely pretty Lovely. cool to see. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Salvo, I, I assume <laughs> this is Salvo Kai. Oh, this is Chad funny. Says, They'd have to make number one Masahiro Sakurai, Sakurai himself, as the person most intimate with the creation of the Catalyst Mechanics. Still being pushed today and absolutely sauced up how Sakurai would start the entire melee scene as every <laughs> player tests themselves and none of them got a melee. The juiciest of Magic narratives are produced from 100T. He just keeps <laughs> adding more <laughs> Sakurai, more sponsors, but just imagine 69% 100T <laughs> Hal Sakurai on the reads, explaining in full detail the design and balance of his character as he used them to stomp slippy kids. Uh, yeah, that'd be pretty tight. You know, I, I, it's funny. I have a video going on YouTube in like a day or two. Actually, it might even already be on there, but uh, I did a video on like the melee community's long and turbulent relationship with with Sakurai and how we've kind of viewed him over the years. 
And I feel like it got more favorable, you know, and more. I remember there was there was a time, you know, when when basically Brawl came out, and you know, melee players were mostly Sakurai haters. And now he's kind of like, I kind of see the vision with that guy. Um, and I, I I do think I do think he's a lot of really interesting things to say, and I think he's got a really interesting take on competition, as 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 inter- as, as as weird as that would sound to somebody in twenty. 2011 or 2012 um but that would be pretty crazy and last we got boppy first choice pp without a doubt there you go pp having such an intelligent cerebral number one is super interesting for someone who hasn't already been number one i think i would choose pp he always brought a joy to the game that made him easy to root for yeah pp is also he was a big fan favorite absolutely although he he was technically there's an argument that he was arguably number one in doubles yeah there's an argument i mean it's never really you know you can't really rank it per se, but people kind of felt like Pufat was the best team, and then, you know, and then obviously there's two people on a team, but... Right. It always comes back to Zach. It always comes back to Zach, doesn't it? It was really funny, because it always... Every time time I'd hang out with, like, if it was, like, the NorCal guys and, like, Mango, if Mango would come visit NorCal, Mango would always be like, Kevin, what are you going to stop carrying, Zach? (laughs) He'd always rip on it. He'd always say that shit. Mango's like, what are we going to team and just be the best team? What are you going to stop carrying? Everyone knows you're carrying Zach at all these events. I thought it was so funny. It's funny. It's funny. So. It's funny as fuck. Yeah. I mean, Kevin, Kevin definitely was the guy where like, what I, I don't know. I mean, I get it. You know, Zach, not to go on a little tangent here, but I remember, man, I remember one time fucking me and Silent Wolf played them in a double set. And I remember Kevin hit this nasty zero death on me. And like, I remember it was in the middle of battlefield, like SFAD and Silent Wolf were like, they were fighting. And PP was starting to combo over here. And it was like that. I don't know if you guys have seen that video where it's like spot, it's like a bunch of people dancing, and then it's like spot the gorilla, like a oh. gorilla comes in midway. And imagine we were like the gorilla, because he started comboing me over here, and he comboed me through their 1v1 oh, wow. over to this side of the stage and kept comboing me over there. And I was like, how the how did you make that work? Like, what the f- <laughs> It's like there's there were two foxes in the way that should have somehow interrupted that combo, and you still somehow zero. It, was, it blew my mind. I've I've never felt so outclassed. It was kind of crazy. That's anyway. impressive. Yeah. So uh, Kevin, Kevin was good in teams, and even though he played Marth, I love characters too. You yeah, played Marth. I, I couldn't believe it. how good he was in teams. Yeah. Yeah. No one's no one's it's done cool. good with Marth in teams at all. Really. It's kind of it's kind of wild. Yeah. Um. Well. But okay. Yeah, we. I mean, thank goodness we uh, got our discussion about mech out of the way. Let's bring in our mm-hmm. first caller. That's right. Oh, look fr- who it is! It's Mech. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. From? What's your uh, question for all of us, particularly S2J today? How's it? How's it going, guys? Uh, S2J, congratulations on the run. That was amazing. Uh, uh, it's a, I think it's a. Yeah, I think it's a matter of time before you're taking those. So. Um, Congrats again. My my question is, um, what gives you the intuition to play aggressively versus uh, defensively uh, in a given situation for uh, high intensity matches? Uh, I see that you're sort of master of both styles, uh, able to go in when needed, able to like wave dash back at a shield. And uh, uh, what gives you the intuition to? Uh, what What are your thoughts on that? Uh, let me let me think about that for a few seconds uh i kind of just play uh not to be lame but i kind of just play off of like feel completely so it's mostly uh things like gain off like practice and uh i think at heart uh i'm when i play my best 
I, I'm just like a slightly more aggressive player than not, you know, even though I can like bounce it out, you know. And uh, I, I really don't know. Like, I just, it's kind of uh, when you, I turn my brain off and just play, you know. So it's all gained from my practice. And uh, just like uh, once you get to like play really good people, it less matters less about like, oh, I'm fighting a Sheik or a Marth or a Puff. It's just like, how do I beat the player, you know? And then you try to like, I try to pick up little things as I play. And um, the way I play too, I mean, best, I think I mix in a lot of like dubious stuff. So you can't always like be like predictable. Sometimes doing the fourth best choice is good too. Hmm. And you just got to like see uh, how it works against like different people and uh, try to figure it out from there. Yeah, I try to play like fast, fast and crazy and try to make most of my stuff good. You know, some of it will be uh, bad and like I said, dubious, but to me, that's good if you want some good bad stuff too, you know. Yeah, and I was I was wondering to kind of dig in. Maybe a specific would help. So, like when you were playing, uh, we'll say Zane for example. Um, mm -hmm. And how did you kind of know how to be more aggressive versus defensive? Because Zane can be really good at keeping you out, and then it can it, when he decides to go in, it can you know, surprise. So how are you? How are you able to handle that with him? Uh. For Zane, I don't know. Like, to me, Marth beats Falcon in neutral, especially uh, someone of Zane's caliber. So you gotta you gotta pull some shit out of your ass to like outplay him in neutral, and then hit him really hard. Mm -hmm. For uh, in terms of like uh, reading his uh, aggression, I don't know. It's it's a matchup where like both people have trouble like getting the opening. They usually have to do some kind of like commit, and if the commit doesn't work, then um, they'll probably be opened up. And that's the case for Zane, like mm -hmm. Mark too. Even if like Zane does like a really smart like dash tech, if I just CC it or block it, then then he's his ass is grass. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's, so yeah, I don't know. So, so overall, like uh, you know, I know Zane's like uh, obviously like a really smart player, and um, he he's trying to mix in two styles, like ones where uh. His OG style is like dash dance, get the grab and like punch game you. The second one's like mm -hmm. more of a scrap scrap heavy style, right? Mm -hmm. So he he'll definitely mix in like a when he feels the time is right to be aggressive and then right. you know you kind of see it coming. The, uh, the nature of Falcon Marth is like, oh, you uh, committed a little too hard and didn't work out. Well, now you're probably gonna die, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's my take on it. Yeah, even even Zane, like I assume. Yeah, because you're right. I think, you know, it's funny because from, uh, from the outside looking in, it felt like what made him a lot better. You know, because he, he used to really have a problem with Falcon, you know, back in like 2018, 2019, and obviously he's gotten a lot better at it. And I kind of feel like, from my perspective, it felt like his dash dance style just wasn't really very good against Falcon, you know, because if it's... If oh, it's no, it was, with it. it was horrible. Because he, he played like Falcon like he's fighting like a Fox or Falco and like, you know, just dash dancing, hoping for like a mistake. That's... Yeah. That, that's, that stuff doesn't like fly at all. So, right. Obviously, like, he got way better, but you know, mm -hmm. but that was like his OG. So it seems like now when you fight him, you're you're kind of like you're kind of like watching to figure out like okay, what like stylistically, what's he kind of going for, and then okay, how do I beat that? Yeah, I mean that's the nature of Falcon Marth, where uh, mm -hmm. I I still think it's skewed towards Marth in general for neutral, but it's like an RPS neutral, and every. You gotta play the player in that match. Every Marth has their own unique 
like a flowchart, if you want to say that, or their their right. habits, you know. So, and there's usually like an option that that can win. So, once you figure out like the way they want to play, then uh, neutral becomes more equal. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's how I play. I try to like uh-huh. uh, out neutral people, and probably my forte. So, there was a really sick, and I almost want to ask the editor. Our ed- sorry, not our editor, our producer, if like we can pull it up. There's a really sick uh, stock from this weekend that I thought you played. It's actually like two stocks low-key, but it was that game four against Plup. Um, and I almost want to... Quinn, do we think uh, if I sent this to you, do you think you could somehow put it on the, uh, on the display here? I almost want to like... I-, I felt like this was the best example of you mixing offense and defense because I felt like... Because you were basically, just to set the... For people who didn't like see the set, this was game four at the end of Dreamland, and you were at a hundred on your last stock, and Plup had two stocks at like I don't know mid percent. Um, and the thing that I always think sucks is playing Falcon in these percent at, th- at that kind of percent window is you got to deal with obviously first you got to take the first stock, but then when the Sheik is at zero and you're at a hundred, in my mind the percentage really matters because. You, there's like certain things you can't really go for anymore. Like for example, if you hit their shield, it's really risky to go for gentlemen even because you know they could they could hold down. And so it really felt like you were playing this kind of cat and mouse play style where like you knew it looked to me like you were being like really respectful of like the the, the CC the out of shield, and you were kind of weaving in and out. And I almost want to see if we can if we can pull this up and just kind of we can even just play it. Um, but do you think about percents at all when it comes to, you know, what Mech is talking about, like the like the, the offense-defense skew? Like, I feel like, you know, with, with Falcon, it seems like you have to care a lot more than, for example, like Fox or Falco, you've got Shine. Shine can kind of bail you out. You can't really CC Shine that good, no matter who you are. Um, whereas, you know, obviously Falcon, and, and then, you know, you've got characters like Marth and Sheik who, they've got enough range to kind of just poke from outside that range, but it feels like as Falcon, like, you have to be really, like, smart and elegant about it. And I don't know how much of that is intentional, but I guess as we play this clip, you can talk about it. Yeah, it'd be, like, a little bit around here, or like, a little bit after. I don't know, like, maybe go to, like, 13 minutes. Like, 13-0-0 or something, like, right around here, and pretty much till the end of the game. I thought this game was, like, Really, really impressive. I was, I was, because I, I, I thought it was over. I was like, dude, this is such a hard comeback to make. Um, um, so your question is like, how do you, or like percentages, right? Yeah, yeah. like, how much do you kind of weigh that stuff, you know, when it comes to that, that balance between offense and defense? Like, how do you, how do you think about it? Th- this stuff right here, like, all the shit you did right here was in- insane to me. Such good spacing uh, over here. Like, that. I'd say, he's, he's uh, like, in the chip. Go ahead. Yeah, pretty matters a lot. I don't know why dash tax. Obviously, you see me like shake my head right. a lot, but worked, they, they yeah, it was a mistake. And then uh, even like the rollbacks, like there were there was a moment earlier in the side where you know you you narrow his shield and you like roll back, or they're like you don't go for the full gentleman. It's like jab jab, and it's like I got to bail out, like jab jab dash back. You know, like those little mix ups. Like, obviously, you're not going to open them up, but, like, you're staying safe, and then eventually you just get it. Yeah. The spacing there was incredible, because, like, because um, Sheik, I'm going to chime in. Uh, in this matchup, she can CC 
like everything like i i literally only go for stomp at, at zero because you back at, even you knee even you knee and she's gonna get a grab off of it mm-hmm. so you, you were able to johnny get her past the percent and then you capitalize with you know you you got it man um yeah go ahead well uh yeah to answer percentage questions definitely i i care about it um some matches, some matches a little less like spacey's uh sometimes it feels like any percent you get hit you die and then yeah but like uh for like sheik and marth i'd say i definitely played differently and uh you know i played into like knock it grabs to see how many times i'll like uh try to beat him a roll in terms of like uh it kind of ties back to playing the player too like uh right pup he's a falcon assassin but he's also pretty like uh He's pretty idiosyncratic, the way he approaches like a lot of matchups. One example is he does a lot of aerials too, right? So I felt right. like um, his go-to would probably be like trying to hit me with aerial, near out of shield or whatever. So right. And so in that stock, um, that's that was my what I uh, kind of bet on, and uh, you know actually kind of it did kind of like work out. So yeah, yeah. It it really felt like you were like almost trying to like get him to like. Nair out of shield, like give me that Nair out of shield, mm-hmm. so I can so I get something to go off of, you know, like you got to get her to pull the trigger somehow. Yep. Um, sometimes that, I would anyway. like, uh, sorry, sometimes I would like gentlemen, assuming you like try to aerial out of shield, you know, right? So, and it works, right? So, yeah. To me, that stock was to me at least like that comeback that game was like uh, that to to me that was the most impressive stock you played all tournament. Like I was losing my mind when 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 you won that game. I was like, dude, that that's. Crazy, like I, I, I thought you were so done that game. I thought so it was three one. It's like crazy. More melee. Game five now, get to see like there's a chance. And the last yeah. game was so close too. That that was so exciting to watch. Not to like, not to bring oh. it up, but yeah, <laughs> that thought was crazy. That thought made me feel. I was just like, dude, I've never seen this level of precision. Like it was like because you're, you're walking to Razor's Edge for like thirty seconds. It's like it's fucking crazy. You know, anything will kill you. Nair will kill you. Fair will kill you. Any tilt will kill you. Down smash will kill you. Grab will kill you. There's like, a moment you aerialed on their shield and you did, did like a a single jab and then dashed away and, and, and like you use that pressure like they now you just see how they're gonna react and and, re- and respond to that. That was really cool. That's something that I'd never really see done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that- it reminds me of like I play a lot of different fighting games and to me like there's like. You know, offense and defense is always different in different fighting games. Like, you've got games like Marvel, right, where you can go really, really ham, obviously, because you've, you know, obviously the game is fucked up, right? Like, you can, you're summoning your assists, like, you got the hidden missiles coming, like, you can make people block for 30 seconds. And then you've got games like Street Fighter and Grand Blue, where, you know, like, the highest level of play, like, you're really seeing, like, you know, you're seeing that, that kind of, sh- it almost reminded me of, like, that shimmy style, you know, where you, you, like, poke someone, back up just a little bit, react, okay, did they do something? Okay, do I reset my pressure, or do I, like, do I like kind of wait for them to kind of bait something out? And, you know, I felt like it's funny with melee because there's kind of both ends of that spectrum. Like you can go really ham on somebody if they're blocking. But also, I think especially when you when you factor in the the percents and, and how you got to be relative to just what your what your opponent's percent is and, and whether they get access to like CC out of shield and stuff like that. Because um, that's like the traditional way, like if you know someone's going to narrow your shield going to a gentleman you let go of the trigger and then you hold down and you basically go for like CC shield grab. And it's like pretty safe to go for that. Um, and yeah, to me, the fact that you won that mix up like four or five times, I was like, dude, that's, that, that's crazy. But anyway, 
It's cool that you uh, called in and asked this question, Mac, because in particular after Riptide, I was actually really thinking about this with regards to uh, Captain Falcon. Yeah, he's just that type of character where his the play style really dictates what's going on. It's, have you been Have you been thinking about this a lot recently, Mac? Like with your your own improvement and stuff? Is this like I, something I really kind of have? I really have. I'm I'm like because I I have tried every I've tried I'm trying everything out. I've taken everything to account, and I just now I've come to the conclusion I play really aggressive improvisational, just like off the wall to until I get a lead, and then when I get a lead, I play like like really slow and try and like just milk at the lead like just that's that's what i'm trying nowadays um mm -hmm. i'm always interested in this conversation first for sure that's dope what do you think about that pp um this kind of leads me to something else i wanted to take a slightly different angle on this question yeah for S2J, please do. And, that, and that was you were down against zane 2-0 and you came back and i think you were down against both the sheiks and you made a really good comeback. I mean, you were down in that clip we saw with Plup, you down in that game, and you were down in the set, made a comeback. So I think there was a real theme of that for you. It almost seemed like you radically, I remember watching it, it seemed like you would radically switch up your game when things got really tough. You would make like big shifts. I would see more wave dashes. I would see more precision play, kind of like we were seeing there. I was kind of wondering, it doesn't sound like that's a conscious decision. It sounds more like you're just thinking, I got to clutch up. But I was wondering if there is anything like you're like, OK, well, now I have like a tactic or now I have enough information. I'm going to use it or there was anything like that that you considered. Basically, why why do you think you made so many comebacks and and, and all that? Uh, I, I can't give I don't know how to answer that completely. Sorry, uh, it's OK. That's a very valid question. Um. I don't know. I, th I think I'm just like a last talk sweater in general. And, uh, <laughs> even like friends, I'm like, yeah, kind of like try really fucking hard, you know? Yeah, dude. All right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> don't enough. you ever? Do you ever have the thing where you sit there and you're like, man, I wish I could play all my stocks as if they were last talk. Do you ever have that? You ever have that thought? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> when I'm getting like whoops, especially yeah. Dude, I remember. Oh God. For some reason, I always think about this. I remember I was I was fighting some peach, and I think it was I think it was pools at some tournament. And I remember I was down one stock to three, and I was like, "Bro, I really don't want to lose this game to this peach." And I just started playing pretty pretty lame, but not just lame, not just running away. You know, I just started playing like really, really like don't get down smash, don't get dash tag, right? And I, I made the comeback and I won the game basically. And I thought to myself like, how come? I always gotta wait till I'm fucking last dog before I start playing like that. <laughs> I don't know if that's just me. I, I have this thought all the time. I'm like, man, why do I have to be last dog to start playing like that? Like, Jesus, like, why did I play like that on my first dog? Then I can play four stocks like that instead of only playing one stock. Anyway, I, I have this thought all the time. I think this is why I'll stay bad, but I just think it's funny. Uh, I always wonder. I always wonder if people can relate to that. I'm just like, dude, why? PB, you must have never had this. I feel like you don't have I, a single I ounce never of this had, in your body. I've You've never, never had I've this. I've never yeah, felt this in my life. Nope. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I've seen. This is why you're a good player. Dude. Well, I mean, well, you know, I mean, we were just talking about S2J. <laughs> I mean, I, I almost. It's interesting because I think he, I think something unique about him is he would have this clutch and then he would carry it into the next game. So it's not. It wasn't just yeah. a last stock. It was like he got he 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 had his one last stock and he's like, well, you better take this one because if not, I'm about to get five or six more of these last stocks. You're in trouble. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's that was, you know, what, what I think was was really exciting about a lot of that for me personally. So, you know, I, I think it's just it was just a really cool thing to watch. Um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I'm always curious. You have anything? It sounds like it almost looks like you want to add something to that, uh, Johnny. If not, it's fine. No, I'm good. I'm actually good. <laughs> All right. We're good. We're done. Mech, thank you for calling in. Any shout outs? Good question. Like you yeah. On your way out today? Uh, yeah, man. Just shout outs to Johnny. Um, I mean, uh, come a long way. I think, like, literally uh, inspired me to play Falcon a big part. Um, like, I saw Hacks, Money, Scar combo videos, but that, that set against Lord, that really got me really mm. excited. Like, that, that round robin. And we've come a long way. Uh, you know, I was at a tournament in 2016, and I was I actually like was looking. I looked up to Johnny, still do. And I was like, "Hey, man, I want to go pro in this game. Like, I really want to like take this game seriously." And he's just like, he's like, "I think you can do it, man. I think you can do it. I think Falcon can do it." And he bought me a shot of Jameson. I said that. Bar. I did it. Yeah, he said that. <laughs> hey, let's, he go. Said that. let's go. So, <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Good. Created a lot yeah, of good man. stuff. It, it Jameson's dope, my was... drink of choice too, by the way. So big ups on the Jameson. Jameson. Yeah. yeah, love Jamie. <laughs> it's oh, dope, yeah. man. It's dope, man. So keep up the good work and, and God bless, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'll see yeah. you at a, a, some other oh. tournament. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Later, Mac. Right, guys. Peace. Peace. Damn, cool to get Mac in. Yeah. Cool to get Mac in here. Yeah. Mac, a big fan <laughs> of the game. I, I love. I love Mac's whole take on melee. It's really yeah refreshing. That was fun. Oh, man. All right. Uh, we got more callers. We got yep, people uh, in. waiting in the wings. We got, looks like it's down. Do I just call you down? Is your tag down? Downgrade, downgrade Falco? Falco? Yeah, whatever. It just, it, it's downgrade Falco, but I, I, I'm, I don't mind anything. It's okay. Sure. Fair enough. Uh, where are you up? calling in from? What's your question for us today, gamer? Yeah, I'm calling in from Berlin, Germany uh, today. Yes. Very nice. Uh, a little bit late now, but mm-hmm. we, we stay enough for Radio Melee. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. Appreciate and that. Yeah, my uh, question uh, would be a question to all of you, like uh, Johnny from playing and Tov and Pipi from watching. Uh, yeah. Which players are your high pocket picks that are on the come up? <laughs> high uh, pocket picks on the come the up. The guy okay, to my I'll right. I'll just get out of the way. Yeah, Johnny for sure. <laughs> I'll get out of the way. Jamek's the obvious one, you know, getting second and everything. He's going to take a tournament eventually. That's the obvious one. Floor is yours. Definitely Johnny. Oh, these this way. Floor is yeah. you guys. Johnny for yeah. sure, especially after last weekend. I feel like if if seriously, I mean, I don't know. Like I, yeah, I like if you take that kind of momentum and you just run with it. I, I don't know. I feel like you could start winning majors. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I was, I was very inspired. I think Johnny's definitely one of the people. Actually, uh, let me ask you this, uh, Stu J. Is there is there anything you feel like now? I'm 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 certainly very excited watching from watching you last weekend and everything. But I just you know just to keep things balanced a little bit, is there a matchup that you feel like that you still struggle with, like uh, like Falco or or Mango in particular, or anything else that that you feel like gives you a hard time? Because I you know I might have said Sheik before last weekend, but I certainly wouldn't say that now. You know, uh, so what do you think? Um, what do I struggle most with? I I'll never not hate playing Puff. I think Falcon might be Puff, but like the right strategy. But it's a the way I, like the way I want to play. Yeah, I think uh, kind of meshes with like how I want to play against or how you're supposed mm. to play against Puff. 
mm. a little too much. It's just not fun for me. And uh, I'm always like shitting my pants when I play like any level puff. You know, so <laughs> right. Probably Fair that enough. match. Um, I think I think spaces went back to being really tough. I thought at one point I had like an edge on all the spaces, mm. especially Fox. Now now I'm like a. I'm like I'm like I wish I had a Fox every bracket, like every uh, match in like a major bracket. Now I'm kind of like a. Not looking forward to it now. So I'd say like Spaces got really hard again. Mm. And well, uh, good news yeah. for you. Spaces don't seem like they're making it as deep now. So you got that going for you. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, what else? It's it's hard all around, but you know, yeah, I think there's like that's slightly harder than the rest. So for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. That's totally fair. Um, is there any pocket pick that you're you think someone's going to be taking sets soon? Like a lot of big names or anything like that? Oh, um, let me think. I I got to give it up to uh, Salt. I think Salt oh. has like a massive potential and he plays really fast and crazy and uh, he just needs like to play more. That's my personal take. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. Maybe have like a slight change in mentality, but you know, I think he's already more than halfway there in terms of like uh, what you need yeah. to like uh, take sets and like you know. Yeah, um, I've got the I was... summer rank right here. He's thirty four, oh, nice. so a lot of room to move up. Pretty good. <laughs> I always felt with salt like you know that stuff we just talked about with Mech. Like I felt like that was the one area. You know, Mech said. You know, Mech said like he was like, oh, when I got a lead. You know, I kind of try to shift gears on him, and I I, I play slow, and I kind of milk the lead. When I watch Saul, I feel like I wish he did a little more of that stuff, you know? Because I feel like the one area when I watch Salt is like, he's fast, but he's always fast. Like, it's always, you know, go, 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 go. Right. Um, yeah. And if he, like, you know, for example, like, I don't think, I, I, with the way I usually see Salt play, I could not, for example, see him making the comeback that you made against Plot. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of. I feel like that's the area that that if he if he gets that down, he's gonna be. Yeah, just needs like a change of done. like a change of tempo mid set. Yep. Or like mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. That's how or I two feel. Style, about two it. styles of gameplay, and then. Master like the same thing. Yeah. Gotta have that second style. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I think my answer to this question would be because I was looking over the summer rank just to kind of get some idea of who might be taking more names. Yeah. And someone, I think, actually, let me pull it up again real quick. Yeah, someone, the person ranked I got, I got a good one spot, too. one spot above Salt, I think is going to be my answer. It's Skurzo, uh, the fox from Chicago. Ooh, yeah. I think he's, he's been, he's really been coming up pretty fast lately. I think he's been taking a lot of names and he's been getting close in a lot of sets. Uh, he's been frequenting, you know, I think top 64, top 32 of a lot of big events. And so I think, I, I think you're going to be seeing more of him and getting better names and better wins soon. That's what it looks like for me. Yeah, he's good. I played him in, in like friendlies. Uh, I think at like say double down, and he was he was tough. He's good. I haven't played him in bracket yet, but you know, mm. I agree. I agree with that. His potential is there. Definitely. For he's him. definitely somebody, and I love yeah. that he's a grinder. Like I always got to shout out Skurzer for this. I thought it was so cool. At the last Riptide, I didn't go to this Riptide, but I went last year, which was the first major out of COVID. Basically for a year and a half, like I hadn't been to a tournament a year and a half. And um Skurzo was somebody who we met up to warm up for bracket at like eight AM, like seven thirty or eight. Like we mm. met because we both had the ten AM pools and we both wanted to be like ready and we were like, No, we're not gonna let we're not gonna let early pools 
beat us this tournament. Like we're Good not stuff. gonna. So I basically I DM him and I was like, bro, I'm gonna go to bed early. Like this was like Saturday morning, I guess, because or is this Saturday? Yeah. And then because Sunday was top eight, yeah. So Saturday morning, and I was like, dude, let's let's meet up at like eight a.m. in the ballroom, and just grind friendlies for two hours so that we're warmed up by ten a.m. And we actually did that, and I think it, it, it worked pretty well. We both uh, cool. we played pretty good. But I'll always remember that. I'm like, people that are down to do that, they're going to go places. Mm-hmm. Scurs mm-hmm. is a really good answer. I'm going to also pick a Fox, because this is somebody who I've been, I've had my eye on for a little while now, basically since COVID, since the net player era, but somebody I think who, I think everyone knows is pretty damn good, but in my opinion, hasn't made the splash that I think they're capable of yet. To me, is Sunsei. Sunsei, somebody um, where, yeah, he's good, right? I'm like, dude, I watched Sunsei. I'm like, bro, you should already be like a top 15. Player. That's a like, smart you guy. Be, yeah, he's smart. His tech skills amazing. Um, I also just like talking to him. He's just like a really well spoken dude. Cool. Like, I know he's got a good head on his shoulders. Um, he's fucking good. Like, he could beat anybody. Like, I, I you know, I, I've never watched a set, but like. I felt like the first couple tournament sets that I would play, watch him play these super top players, like it felt like he was doing really good and then kind of choking them. Mm. And to me, like, you know how like Sora, well, Josh Man back when he was Sora, how he was like, he came to that one summit, a summit 11 or whatever. And we were all like, okay, yeah, I mean, this guy looks good. Like you can tell watching him, this guy looks good, but he was choking to Kadoran. He was choking these game fives. And it was like, okay, he hasn't beaten any of these top players, but like, we were all pretty sure. Like, yeah. This guy could definitely beat basically any of these guys. Like, you know, like, he's kind of due. That's, that's how I've been feeling about Sunsei for, like, a year now, at least. Yeah. So, Sunsei is my answer. I'm, I'm waiting for that that's guy to answer. pop off. Yeah. Yeah. He, he kind of is already, except he hasn't been competing as much. He did beat me right. at a LBC, like, and you did say he was a choker. Like, oh, yeah. I remember going to game five. I'm like, uh-huh. he's, a choke, he's a choker. I got this, you know. <laughs> And like, oh, uh, he like, he like, he like three stocked me. He just like totally owned me. Game five, game five. Oh, shit. I was like, wow, he didn't trust me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Fuck. <laughs> that was after you beat Moki, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat Moki. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's really good. I'm, I'm, I wanted to see him go to more stuff. Uh, definitely seems like the kind of guy that, you know, uh, I'm waiting for him to beat, you know, he's going to, I feel like he's the kind of guy that could have like a, like a SJ at Riptide run or like a Josh Man at Gommel run. I feel like he could have one of those for sure. You know, mm. definitely be going places. Yeah. It wouldn't, wouldn't shock him. See how it takes. Yeah. yeah. Well, Downgrade Falgo, I know. So Downgrade Falgo was in my chat and said, uh oh, my PC literally blue screen. I'm coming back. So Downgrade Falgo, can you, are you there? You're back. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I'm, it's I'm like here. you never I'm left. All listening, all good. Thank you for, for waiting. I'm really Perfect. satisfied with all the answers you've given. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Sunsei and uh, Swords are very good picks. In my answer would have been Magi. I think mm-hmm. she's not quite there yet to take tournaments, but I think she has improved a lot. And uh, yeah. I really like the set against uh, Ginger. Mm-hmm. I think her movement was really clean in this set. And yeah, I'm, I'm really I gotta watch that to set. see I'm going to watch that her. shit today. Oh, it's yeah. a really good set. I would recommend mm-hmm. you uh, to watch it. And yeah, I would I would like to see more of her. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Good pick. Well, hey, good discussion. Good question. You got any shout outs for us on your way out today, Downgrade Falco? Yeah, I'd shout out my boy Ringler. He's mm. like the most <laughs> insane guy on Twitter. I don't know. Like, just <laughs> yeah. follow him. Like, yeah. the, the cut, like, I don't even know how to think about him. But uh, yeah, shout out <laughs> to this guy. 
And uh, <laughs> shoutouts to Smash uh, Smash Berlin. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Smash Berlin. Okay. Do you guys care. have a Twitch channel, YouTube channel, anything like? Yeah, there's a locals. I don't I don't know about uh, YouTube how active it is, but there's a Twitch vods of our uh, local every Thursday, and yeah, you can watch that on Twitch.tv/BerlinSmash. There you are. Twitch.tv/BerlinSmash. Everybody, drop a follow, and you'll have some uh spicy german melee to watch uh probably it you know time zones that or if there's a time of day that there isn't much melee going on that's the cool thing about you know i follow like the australian like the melbourne locals now and it's cool because like if it's ever late night and there's nothing else to watch i'm like wait a minute i could watch it australian <laughs> right now that's the best part so you guys all got to follow that channel berlin smash if we remember we'll put it in the description no promises though i don't want to put more work on our uh, our youtube people but that's a deal I'm willing to take. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. All right take we'll care. Come by. I'll say hi. I'll say hi in the chat. Thanks. Peace out, Dongrave. I'll go. Bye bye. Bye bye. See you. All right. All right. So we've got time for one more, at least. We'll kind of see how it goes. But hello, Snap. Welcome to the program. Where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today? Uh, hello. Uh, I'm calling in from Georgia. And my question is, do you think best two out of threes measure different skill sets in comparison to best three out of fives? Um, just to kind of elaborate, like maybe high risk or cheesy play styles may lead to like the upset in the two of threes, whereas people like to, um, you know, who, who like to data collect may be rewarded more out of the longer sets. Or do you think it's just more static where, um, you know, set play and solid game plan just went out no matter what well let's see the guy this guy was down 2-0 and then reverse uh 3-0'd zane last weekend so no bias but what do you think s2j uh definitely i think uh mm -hmm. it's a different skill set i want to say it's like better or worse necessarily but yeah i think a lot more people uh you gotta it's like a difference of mentality you know like people are like oh it's two out of three and i'm fighting like my match by hate or like a puff or what used to be like wowing ICs like like a lot of that really tests like your mentality i think like am i going to be mm -hmm. pissed off going into it or uh, am i going to choke harder or can i like uh swing it around and like uh you know maybe do some crazy shit game one and then like steal a game off someone that's supposed to be better so to me there's a lot going into like two out of threes i want to say it's like worse it's more like a different different skill set you know but i'd say specify is better all around you know long story short what do you think tove i think yeah i mean obviously at the end of the day like obviously at the end of the day the better player like if you got one guy who's this good and you got one guy who's this good like this guy is going to win both the best three and the best of five probably because he's going to 2-0 the guy in the best three and he's going to throw the guy in the best of five but yeah mentality wise for sure that it can definitely be a thing like winning or losing game one feels really different in a best three than a best of five like sometimes you win game one in a best of five and you're kind of like you know like you win game one a best of three and like you know you're kind of like on the cusp of winning the set you know and it, it feels different best of five it feels like you know there's it's like sometimes you know i'll play i'll play like a top player and I'll get game one, and I'm kind of like, all right, here we go. <laughs> and they're gonna, they're about to power up on me. Um, that's definitely happened to me more times than I can count. And and vice versa, like I've done that to to lesser players too. Like, there's definitely more time to adapt, um, more time to find your groove. You know, people say adapt, 
But yeah, literally even just like almost like warm up, you know, like <laughs> like uh, some kind of some matchups where, you know, you got to play a little bit more unorthodox, or whatever. Having a little bit more time to acclimate can can help. And I think like Johnny said, it, it is often a mentality thing, too. Like even even if you don't necessarily need that time to acclimate, like the comfort in a way it, it like. The set, knowing that the set's not going to be over if you just, like, SD two games or whatever, you know, if you have a bad break two games, like, knowing that they have to beat you in a best of five in, in a weird way can make you more confident, you know? And it can make you kind of trust yourself more. At least that's kind of what I observe. Because, you know, at the end of the day, like, yeah, a lot of the time, a lot of the time, the person who would have won the best of three, in other words, the person who wins the first two games, like or goes up 2-1, like, usually they win the set. Obviously, there's counterexamples, like Johnny made a 3-0 comeback against Zane. But mathematically speaking, most of the time, you know, yeah. if you go up 2-1 or you go up 2-0, usually that's the person that's going to win the set anyway. But it, it, it definitely feels really different. And then I also think from a practical standpoint for Melee, obviously, answering this question wouldn't be complete if we didn't talk about counterpicks. Because counterpicks are really different too, right? Like, yeah. um, in a best of five, there's no bans. Um... Uh, so like, for example, like certain matchups, like for me are like fundamentally different. Like if I fight a Marth in a best of three, um, and I have a good example of this cause the last local I went to, I had to beat Arcadia in both pools and in bracket. And he's a really good Marth from NorCal and you know, in pools, like it, actually it felt a lot easier, um, because it was best of three and I just banned FD and his counterpick, he had to take me to stadium and like, I'm very comfortable on stadium. So, you know. Like that is very different than um, the dynamic in a best of five where he's going to go FD. Obviously, that's a stronger counter pick for Marth. Um, and then on the flip side, okay, I have Dreamland uh, as well. But but uh, people talk about like you hear top players talk about like the momentum aspect of it. And this is where like I'm really interested in your thoughts, PP, because you've been through a lot of different eras of this yeah. kind of stuff, and obviously you've competed it. Like the level where you're playing mostly, like against the other top players, it felt like mostly you're playing best of fives. But I know you had those crazy best of threes with Armada. Like I remember that fucking Evo, you had to play Armada. Dude, yeah. I, I never, by the way, I'm just going to take a little tangent, Tove tangent here. I never thank you for that because literally that set launched me and Scar's career because. Oh, wow. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You guys played, it was like not even top 64 winners. Yeah, we played early. You played early. It was like outside, like if the loser got double eliminated, you were getting like 65th or something. And so, you know, me and Scar that year, we weren't that established. We didn't do top eights back then. We did, you know, we were like the guys that they bring in to do top 64s and stuff, right? So we were like, oh, we get to do a PP Armada set? That's crazy. We better compensate the shit out of this one. <laughs> and so, and so, you know, like I feel like, and then that video got hella views. Yeah, and I feel did. like we did a good job of the commentary, and then I felt like people started liking us after that. Cool. Uh, but that shit launched our career. So good shit to Evo for seeding the for for really not seeding that tournament. Uh, yeah. Shout <laughs> out to Evo. Evo twenty thirteen for people who are wondering. But anyway, people, I want to hear your your take on it because I'm kind of um, talking out of my ass. Uh, about the momentum you were saying. Yeah, just the mindset, like how it, like the feet, like the yeah, like does it feel different do you feel more pressure to like adapt faster or do you feel like the counterpick thing there is, matters there is, as much as people talk about or there is that um 
I know it's I think that sort of thing only comes into play if I'm playing someone that I know is good, but I haven't played them or they're a rising player. It's like, oh, I haven't worked on this matchup as much as I, I needed to. And now there's someone good and and it's a two out of three. And you're like, Ugh. and you don't like that as much. But if you're like three of five, it's like, OK, well, I've got more time. Um, And and the three of the three of five is just like the, you know, the fluffy extra cushion. But I've kind of been, you know, of the take that. One of the one of the main things that I think three of fives test differently than two out of threes is endurance, because often, mm, you know, yeah, especially in floaty right. matchups. But but even in general, like if you're playing against spaces, and you have to have these tight, really fast reactions and you have to keep doing it. And there's these situations that are fast and they're and, and you're just always on and you're always responding and it's always fast. That's still a drain. That's still a different type of endurance test. Um, Falcon tech chasing, you know, you have to stay on for all of that, for example. Right. So. I think doing that longer, I think, is also difficult. And that's something that's not talked about. And I don't know if I necessarily think that that is always better, for example. Um, but I understand why, you know, a lot of people like it more. So for me, I always felt like we have we have four stocks, eight minutes, and we're going to get at least two games. We're probably going to be three if it's like the people are somewhat comparable in skill. Or the mm -hmm. counterpick, even with a band, goes one way. So I've always thought you get enough interactions to adapt as long as you use them enough. Mm -hmm. And so I've not been too partial in an outward view on it. And I think once I started having that sort of view on the game and I started being able to adapt a little better myself, because at one point in time, I, I certainly wasn't that great at adapting and I had to consciously mm -hmm. work on it. But then after I got better at it, I felt like, oh, yeah, you know, now that I don't have so much concern about two out of three or three out of five. Now I feel like, oh, I can go into this and I can feel more comfortable. And like, I do have enough time and there is enough information there. Um, Cause it, usually like, it's not a scenario where you get the information and then it's four stocks to one. You're like, okay, well now I have to, you know, <laughs> win the next game with the, like usually you can right. turn things around sooner um, or you can make guesses or you can make assumptions or you've played players enough to where they bring a new thing and it's different, but not so different. And so that's, so I've again, I've just not been so partial to that. I still I still think that, you know, I understand why three out of fives are the gold standard. I'm still OK with that. But I, I don't know the the two out of three being against it is I've always felt like that was a little much personally, given our rules. OK, now, I think if, if we if we reduce stock count or anything else, then I think, yeah, we you know, we would change it. But that's, that's just my it. feeling. But you're not on the left side of like, you know, no. bring up left because no. left is the classic like oh, right. everything should be best of five. Right. Okay, but I'm, I'm gonna so I'm gonna put this to the test. I'm gonna hit you with a thought experiment. Okay, you ready? Sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna see if your buddy's worried about this. Okay, you have to sit down. You got to play Mewtwo King. You got to play Jason right now in tournament, uh -huh. and you have to beat him or your whole family dies or something. Um, Not whatever. playing Jason on FD would be great. So, so what's your answer? Best you are you get to pick. Do you want to play him at a best of three or a best of five? Honestly, not playing it. I mean, three out of five is good for adaptation, but two out of three would be kind of funny because I wouldn't have to play. Well, pick one. Pick one. You have to. You have I, to win. You have but, to win. But they're both good for different reasons. Uh, I mean, if I have to, if I have to pick one, I'd pick three out of five. I guess. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh huh. What's the What's the reason for best of three that you might pick best of three? I wouldn't have to get momentums by getting hacky sacked on FD. Ah, uh, right. That's a good point. Well, then I'll, I'm going to ask this question to Johnny just to complete the loop. Johnny, if you had to play, uh, I don't know, fucking, I, I'm trying to think of somebody. Uh, 
<laughs> you gotta play who's someone it'd have to be someone you kind of a matchup you kind of at least kind of hate let's say spark let's say spark you have to play spark right now would you want a two out of three or three out of five uh three out of five that question again i'm not opposed yeah. to a three out of five being the the gold standard i think that's fine right. i just think we overdo the two out of three hate uh, that i agree with yeah that i agree, I agree with that with. too yeah yeah, we can we can at least we can at least meet there. Where we go from that, yeah. I think is its is its own nuance. But at least if we can we can settle there, I'm okay with. People that. talk about like it doesn't count, you know. People, are like, yeah, that's I think that's crazy. Someone. People are like, oh, but it was two out of three. That shit doesn't count. I'm like, well, I I mean, you should have won those games then. <laughs> what the? Like, it doesn't not count anyway. Yeah, I agree. I fully agree with that. Well, if someone that. someone out here to play best of five would probably be like fiction. Because that guy oh, yeah. lasers in place on FD like 500 lasers to one match. Stamina thing. Which, uh, you know, that's that's yeah. totally valid. And uh, I'm not going to cry about it, but. But it's that's hard. That's a pain. It's, it's tough. Yeah. Jason plays it well. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. It's like one example I could think of that, like, hate a little bit for Best yeah. of Five. But I still rather play Best of Five. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. totally fair. Totally fair. Um, that's a good call. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure Fiction will love to hear about this and tweet about it later. Let's all look forward to that. Um, but yeah, Snap, thank you so much. I think this was a good discussion because I think this hasn't been brought up before. Yeah. But thank you for this. Uh, you got any shoutouts for us on your way out today? Um, not really. Um, just uh, support your local scene. Locals mm. are dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. Thanks for uh, your input, guys. All right. Thank you. Oops. Take care. All right. Peace. Take care. All right. I don't know um, if we got time for one more. Do we have time for no, one more? No, we're not doing any more. I, I was checking with production in the middle of got that. Got it. So okay. I've got I've got a couple things I could ask Mr. S2J. I don't know what he's interested in, but I I think we'll make it quick and we'll we'll get out of here. Um you know, I think I I think I'll do probably two. And um my first one is about, you know, there's so many there's so much talk about being a brand now and being a personality and all this stuff. And I think you generally keep it more low key. I know you stream. Um, you are streaming right now at twitch.tv slash SGJ. If anyone wants to go give him a follow, drop him a sub. He's been, he's been popping off in the turn. come on, support this man, gamers. Uh -huh. But um, also, you know, are you thinking about trying to do more content? I know you do stuff with Beast Coast, but are you thinking about trying to do more content? I think a lot of people like your personality and probably be interested to hear your thoughts on things. And I was wondering what, what you think about any of that. Yeah, I, I got some bigger projects in the, in the okay. works. Okay. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I do want to do more content in general. But uh, for me, it's like I have, like, some kind of ADHD. I'm like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And then, like, yeah. I'm honestly just making excuses and like uh, I could just say, oh, I'm busy. That's why I didn't do it. But I just got to like, you know, sit there and try to do force myself, I guess. But, you know, I, I do want to do more content, generally speaking. And I do have um, big plans individually and with, uh, you know, my great team, Beast Coast. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I guess stay, stay tuned for the future and okay. hopefully you guys like it, you know. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah, because I think people I think people would like to see more of that. And um I guess to follow up on that real quick, does it? It almost sounds like for some for some of the stuff that you do by yourself, it almost sounds like you don't think it's fun to do it. Like you have to force yourself to sit there. Like you wouldn't enjoy it. Just to clarify, oh, no, I, I wouldn't say it's like, oh, I think it's not fun. So fuck this. No, it's not like that. It's just like okay. I have ideas. I like write it down, and I'm like, these are sweet ideas. And then mm -hmm. 
I just don't do them. I'm just like hella yeah, related. But if, you started, if yeah. you started doing it, you would enjoy it. You just don't start. Yeah, enjoyment is not the problem. It's just okay. like, a, okay. I have like a, every, almost a lot of things of life, you know, I'm just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're working out, yeah. you're you're getting buff, you're you're beating everyone. It's like that, uh, stuff. it's like that meme of the, uh, it's a slightly older meme, but it's that, that cat. For some reason, there's like that cat and he's like reading a newspaper, drinking some tea or something. And it's just, he's like, I should buy a boat. You know, it's just like sometimes you, 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 you kind of have this idea that you want to do something. Like, I should really do that one of these days. And you know it'll be enjoyable. It's just you just kind of don't get around to it, you know, for whatever reason. I, I totally feel yeah. that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. All right. But, you know, I think once Melee kind of winds down, like these equipment months are kind of crazy, you know. But oh, yeah. I'll definitely like uh, step it up. I promise that. Yeah, that's cool. We're looking yeah. forward to that, guys. Mm -hmm. um, what's your What's your YouTube channel so we can shout you out there too? It is uh, Johnny Kim SSBM. Johnny Kim SSBM. Yeah, you guys I can think, sub to that. Yeah. Um, well, one more question. We're gonna and then we're gonna ask you for the community voice, and then we'll get you on your way. But uh, if there's one thing I think we've talked about today a decent amount, one thing that's come up a lot from other people or from you is what's sick, what's sick in melee. What, what what either whether it's you do that's sick or what you think is sick or not mm. sick um all that stuff and so i kind of wanted to know i mean from uh, someone who's widely regarded as one of the sickest melee players uh what is the sickest thing in melee uh sickest thing in melee i'd say it's the game um in spite of the fact that it hasn't changed since 2001 when it came out like it's just constantly evolving the metagame is constantly evolving. Like, uh, you know, it's it's very fluid and dynamic, and it smokes all these games like League of Legends, where uh, they gotta like patch it every two days. Once, like one, I don't know, subsection of people like complain and cry. You know, yeah. Like, oh, let's, let's just like nerf it. Imagine like melee if they like pass it a lot. If once oh, people, uh, man, people, we went we went through puff phases, we went through Marth phases, we went through all kinds of phases in the community. We were all in patch. <laughs> Wobbling was the only patch. <laughs> Wobbling was well, the only thing we patched yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah, were you something? Who? I think someone Who? wanted to interject. Maybe I, I'm wrong. Well, no, but. no. no we, I thought you that was... are the guest of honor. We, we want you to speak. So okay. any, any thoughts you have, we're very interested in them. Okay. Uh, that's probably my number one answer. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. still play this game and not get bored of it. You know, I've been playing, we've all been playing, watching for a long time, but yeah, the game's yeah. still so fresh, you know, like, yeah. what, what are games like that? Not many. Not many. Mm -hmm. So. Absolutely. Um, well, let's see. Uh, slightly related, because I think this would be an interesting thing to hear you answer. What's the sickest thing in life? <sighs> sickest thing in life? Yeah. Uh, That's a question. I mean, let me let me think. He's pondering. He's 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 really he's accessing everything again. This is like like I don't you know, know if you experience it, you're like, man, this is this is the greatest. Like you just get such a rush, or you know, whatever, whatever just encapsulates that full feeling of sickness. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think people, I think inquiring minds would love to know. 
I don't know, man. I don't. I don't give a lot of stock to this question. All right, fair so, enough. Fair enough. Uh, I I don't want to give you like a a try answer. Like, oh, life is what you make it. You know. Okay. Well, that's that's also mm-hmm. fair. I don't usually ask questions like this on the show, so we don't usually get answers like that. But that's fine. Yeah. Uh, shit. I don't know. Well, what do you What do you guys think of the sickest thing in life? I got nothing. Sickest thing in life for yeah. me is love. Wow. Ooh, okay. Easy answer. But it might not. It might not be necessarily what I think of as like super like cool in the same way. So I might have to adjust my answer based on that. Uh-huh. Depends I'm on your definition. I'm say. such a yeah. I'm such a love stan. Um, I like man. when uh, good things happen to good people. That's the sickest thing in life. I like when uh, good people are rewarded for uh, their contributions. That makes me happy. Because there's a lot of, um, in life, there's a lot of, not bad people, but there's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of luck, right? There's a lot of luck in the universe. Um, and I like when uh, it works out that, I like when it works out that the people who are, um, Grinding and um, and 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 going another way to be nice to people get rewarded by the universe. That makes me happy. Yeah, usually because yeah, usually it's completely random. <laughs> um, I think I'll pivot mine if I want to think about something that's like super sick and gets me really hyped. I'm gonna say that it would be, and it's always a situation like this, and it's not something that like you'll know it, but it's not something you can ever like really, I guess like force and create but it's like you're always with like a group of dudes and like something happens that no one expects and you all pop off or it's Mm. like you're like you challenge someone to something random like oh you can't jump off this or you can't backflip (laughs) off this or whatever or you can't do this in game or do this in game right now or what and someone does it and everyone pops off and it's maybe it's dumb and like we're just faking the hype but it still feels cool because you're all faking it or whatever so i don't know something like that i think is also uh sick and hype in its own way like just people popping off for stuff together i think it's just always it's like a timeless classic i'll always think that's pretty fun i like that. um yeah i kind of concur with both of you guys answers uh i guess i uh i really just like uh you know like the friendship Ready at camaraderie aspects, like even for like game like melee, we can all like uh, mm-hmm. you know, we all we all come from different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can all like unite for like uh this game, and you know, like we got every spectrum of like nerds and degens, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, we, a wide, a wide range on the planet. So that's really sick in the soul. You know, we got we got yeah. shit like that. You know, for sure, for sure. Man. It's like I, they say the the best part of going to a tournament. Is the Denny's that you eat with everybody after the tournament? <laughs> it doesn't have to be Denny's, but to me, Denny's is you know Denny's is the one that comes to mind. We've all been there. The food's Man. not even that good, but it's not about the food. No, it's not. Uh, I mean, I've met a lot of cool people, a lot of different, interesting people through melee. So I've learned a lot. Yeah, um, that's been wonderful. So that's that's a wonderful answer. But thank you for letting me pick your brain on that. I know it was a weird question. And mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to ask you one more, S2J, but this time it's one that you knew was coming. It's the community voice. It is the question that only you can ask to the YouTube audience, and they will have to answer it for next week's episode. It can be serious. It can be funny. You know, whatever it is. But what, what do you want to ask the people right now, S2J? Uh, I was going to go with... Um, it kind of tied into a question earlier, but I'm going to stick to it, and that is... Uh, who do you guys think is like a 
will pop off in the future, like an up and comer mm-hmm. or like, a, mm. you know, my answer was salts, but I'm really want to see what like the, the YouTube viewers and whatnot, like, I want to see what do you guys think, you know? So, yeah, we had good discussion on it, but yeah, it'd be good to see what the people think. Who are, who do they have an eye on? Um, it's very exciting. You got any mm-hmm. input on it, Tove? I, well, I, I think the answer I gave earlier was, was soon say, I think Sunset yeah. for sure is a good one. Um, mm-hmm. it does, it does kind of depend what level you're talking about. Right. Cause you had Matt, you right. like Magi again, not someone I think could win a major per se, not yet, but definitely someone who's making waves had that win on plup at, uh, uh, CEO. That was pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. anyone who can take a set off plup, that's like pretty, uh, pretty, pretty substantial. And um, Johnny, obviously, there's Johnny, been a couple times. Sure. I think I think it's cool well, for me. I think it's really cool. We actually see this a lot. We see people like the Magi tier. I think jumping from that tier, like the top twenty five, to top twenty, to like the top fifteen, top ten. That that jump happens pretty frequently. But I say it's very rare that people jump from the top fifteen, top ten level to like can can win a major. Um, and I think part of the reason everyone was popping off for like, for example, Jmu, um, was it felt like the most recent time that someone made that jump, you know, where it was like, oh, this dude can just win majors now. Not that he's done it yet, but like, you know, probably will. Um, I think there's been a couple of moments where this has happened over the last couple of years. Amsa is somebody who I feel like yeah. is kind of in that midst. And I feel like, you know, after last weekend, like I would say that Johnny might be due. So uh, going to be rooting for you because yeah. uh, well, it feels hey. like you... Thanks. Feels like you, uh, you know, the way I see it is like you have a run, like Riptide. It's like two things can happen. It's like either people look back and they go, "Oh, that was that Riptide run," you know, or it was just the start of the momentum, and that momentum train keeps going. So I'm hoping for you that that train keeps going, and we don't even remember Riptide because next time it's going to be third place and second. Okay, not that it's literally one placing each time, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm hoping. But yeah. Hey, well said. Um, thanks for holding it down, Toph. Always appreciate it. Of course. Thank you yes, so sir. much, S2J, for coming on, sharing your insight. I think a lot of people are glad to hear what you had to say today. Yeah, thanks for having me on and all that. So yes, it was really sir. fun. Yeah, great time. Love it, love it. Hey, and thank you guys all way, out there for watching. Oh, go ahead, Toph. Hey, if all of y'all uh, want to hear more Johnny, we had S2J. I know not. I know not everyone listening to this episode has seen it. So y'all should check out the Falcon Roundtable we did. We had Johnny on. We had Nut yeah. on. We had a couple top Falcons talking about top Falcon stuff. It was a pretty riveting discussion. So, and uh, that that video is on our YouTube somewhere. Go and search up Golden Gardens Melee. Just wanted to plug that because that was I know that was the last time we had Johnny on something, and it was pretty fun. So yeah, for yeah. sure, he, he crushed it then too, just like yep. now. Well, hey. Thank Good timing. My fire alarm's going off. Okay, well, Tofs out of here. We're all out of here. Thank you guys for calling in. We'll see you next week. Radio Melee, signing out.